welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. The podcast where we talk about video games and then rate them in baked goods. <gasps> Yay! Sometimes baked savory, goods. sometimes sweet, sometimes fake baked goods because we don't ha- haven't had baked goods. I mean, I okay, made, we've I had baked thing. goods. I made that we, thing last night, so we could use that. The but like, bits. are we going to? An individual little tiny Ritz bits. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should do clumps of Ritz bits. Like okay. they did come in three with the like butter crisp, the the butter sugar crisp at the bottom that kind of melted into like a liquid, but then was baked. Mm, baked butter. Baked butter. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so just so you guys know what we made. I found a recipe <laughs> online that was peanut butter Ritz bits, and then you toss them in melted butter, and then you coat them with sugar and cinnamon, and then you, you put them in a them. baking sheet and you bake them. And they are really yummy. They. I was cynical because the combination of peanut butter and cinnamon had not occurred to me, oh, but ooh. they're surprisingly very good. I love to dip apples in like cinnamon, like yogurt. Yeah, like Greek yogurt with a little bit of peanut yeah. butter and cinnamon. Ooh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I so like cinnamon tried, and peanut. I wouldn't have thought of that for some cinnamon reason. Cinnamon and peanut butter is not like a new thing for me. I'm a cinnamon and peanut butter connoisseur. I am oh. not, <laughs> but I am now. <laughs> yeah, it was just a really easy dessert. It sounded interesting, and we're like, yeah, let's give it a try. And for me, it was free, and I like free. It was like two bucks for me because I bought the Ritz bits and Erica had all the rest of the ingredients. <laughs> we are cheap bitches. We have simple taste. We do like to spend a little money on ourselves every once in a while. But you know what? There's like not much of a difference between a really good, fancy $10 dessert and a cheap ass ghetto dessert. They are both good. Desserts are good. Marley and I were talking about this yesterday because for my wedding, I stressed and spent so much money on a damn cake. I did too for my, for my first wedding. I stressed so much about the stupid cake. And I don't even think I, other than the part where you like put the cake in each other's mouths. I don't know if I got a full piece of cake. (laughs) So, and so me and Marley were like, if we ever got married again, let's do cost. Like not that we're marrying each other. (laughs) Let's do Costco cake, baby. (laughs) Yeah. I would totally go cheap and just get like a cheap cake from Costco. And be like, don't, if you don't want it, don't eat it. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was kind of brilliant. I think she hated it, but what she ended up doing was Costco cupcakes. And they have like Mrs. Havisham fake. Yes, cake. I was going to say you do have the Mrs. Havisham, <laughs> which cake. I don't want to talk about. That's another story <laughs> for another day. They had the Mrs. Havisham cake for display, but then they had cupcakes for the guests to eat. See, so, I would do something like that. I would like put maybe a, like a little money, maybe like no more than like fifty or a hundred bucks. Definitely not more than a hundred oh, on like a pretty like simple like maybe like a unique themed cake and then buy like a very very cheap sheet cake from you check wedding on the front of any type of product and it's not going to be cheaper than 200 dollars. i'm just gonna say i want a themed cake i want a A nothing bunt cake oh that would be so good (gasps) yeah i may have looked into it on a whim Mm. it's a thing i i am fine with that nothing bunt cake is delicious so good oh not a sponsor but nothing bunt cake we're here for you. 
Call me. And you're here for us. <laughs> well, you guys, today we're going to talk about a beloved game. We have talked about many times before, and I think we probably mentioned almost every episode, especially What's if we're talking game? about games that we love. Bioshock. <gasps> the but OG. Stephanie, we've already done an episode on Bioshock. <laughs> you are right, dear Lindsay. <laughs> but Why are we doing it again? <laughs> We are going to start doing a couple episodes called Respawn. Oh, where? Yeah. I think I remember us meeting about this. (laughs) If we had like a budget and like skills, we could do like a graphic and go something like that. Imagine that. I'm like, like, Respawn, question mark? Old school Batman where it like spins into the frame. You put like a banner that says respawn question mark respawn exclamation point. And then it's like, yes or no. And then you select yes. And then it's like three, two, one. And then you're back in the game. I like that. <laughs> we would do all of that if we had skills. Like, we'll put that on our Patreon. <laughs> I can see, I can see Hamilton in the background, Lindsay. Oh, he is. He's he taking is a not, bath. He isn't doing his cat tree thing. Indecent. He got a cat tree today and he yeah, loves like it. But he, I am. It's pretty tall. I didn't <laughs> think it would be as tall as it is, but it's perfect for him to perch and watch me sleep. Perfect. Yeah. And do other things you do in a bed. No. Like we read have a bro books. code. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like read books. But we have watch a bro Netflix. code when it comes to read reading some books. books. Read some books. Anyways, back to Bioshock and respawning. Yes, we're going to be talking about Bioshock again. If you haven't listened to our Bioshock episode, it's our first episode. It might be one of the games that got us to want to do a podcast about video gaming. And isn't it Marley's first game she ever played by herself? Not quite. It was like the first one I played all the way through from start to finish. But Lindsay helped me during the hard parts. Hashtag the scary parts. But we also <laughs> dressed up as slicers or cosplays, as the kids call it. Cosplayed as slicers for Fanex a couple of years ago. That and is we're, true. We're adorable. It was fun. I still have my mask. It's in my bookshelf over over there. I do too. As mine's in a closet. I will I, never forget that that was the Fanex that I like. Had mutual attraction to a T-shirt guy. Oh, I remember that. You fell in love, but I didn't get his number because I was too embarrassed. And, and then shy. we and then we couldn't find him again, right? And I Facebook stalked him and I commented on his picture and I was like, this guy was super helpful and great and sweet. <laughs> and I don't think he ever did. Oh, if he I did, did that. he was like, wow, that's creepy. <laughs> I did that to my TA in freshman year, so I feel you. Oh, I remember that, Steph. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, we're talking about Bioshock. <laughs> do you want me to do the description, a brief description of Bioshock? I yeah, feel like we could do this. One. I feel like we could do this from memory, but I'm going to pull up the wiki. In 1960, at the start of the game, the protagonist Jack is a passenger on a plane that goes down in the Atlantic. As the only survivor, Jack makes his way to a nearby lighthouse by a bathysphere terminal that takes him to Rapture. Fire a bathysphere? Jack makes his way to a nearby lighthouse that houses a bath- bathysphere. Oh, uh, that's what I was missing. That takes him to rapture. I might have okay. minced words because it's weird to say a lighthouse that houses. I like a- it. I think that's good Englishing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Jack is contacted by Atlas via radio and is guided to safety from the splicers of the perils of the rundown city of Rapture. The bathosphere houses a radio in which he is radioed by Atlas. Eventually, Jack enters Ryan's office where Ryan is patiently waiting for Jack. I skipped over a whole about seven or eight hours of game. You don't even know who Ryan is. You just said he steps into his office. Helped at stopping at Andrew. He's what? like the first three hours of the game. <laughs> Why don't you just why don't you just summarize it yourself or do you want me to? <laughs> why don't you 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 okay. in. So, when Jack gets to Rapture, he faces a series of challenges trying to reach Andrew Ryan, the creator of Rapture, to find his way out of Rapture. But it turns out that Andrew Ryan is Jack's dad. Spoiler, you guys had your chance <gasps> 6 seasons ago on our podcast. Sorry. And it turns out that Fontaine, hashtag Atlas, is the bad guy. Hashtag spoilers. <laughs> these are all in my own words. I These are things I say regularly. Hashtag lies. And then... There, this game came out in 2007. So if you haven't yeah. played it in the last 14 years, that's on you. Yeah, that's it true. really is. And so... 14 years? Events ensue, and you have a variety of endings which you get based on whether or not you save the little sisters who harvest a supernatural material called Adam, which gives you superpowers. These. (laughs) That is one of the powers. (laughs) I did incinerate, and Marley did. Okay, we're nerds about this game. Okay. And there's a reason why. Okay. You said this game came out 14 years ago and we were, so we were playing it last night and weren't, we were all just talking about how well this game holds up over the years. Like that mm-hmm. is insane. Well, and we were because gaming playing- has come a, a long ways in the last, like even just like three or four years. And we were playing it on a PS5. And <gasps> let me tell you, my oh, friends, it was so beautiful. It looks great. Oh, it- the remasters look beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I, I know a lot of hard work was done to produce those, but it's so close to the original game. Like the original game is so beautiful still. Mm-hmm. Like I know I could whip out my Xbox 360 and it would look good. It wouldn't look HD 4K good, but it would look really good. Yes. Definitely. And I've seen much worse in games that came out in the past year. Yes. So. So for we we revisited this game in person, and we also added a little fun element to it. Let me explain. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Shush, Steph. Because <laughs> it was my idea. Yeah, we wanted to That's we wanted to do these. Said. Yes, we wanted to do these respawn episodes, but I was like, "Hey, we love Bioshock, but I don't know if I want to just sit and watch the first couple hours of the game again, like normal." And because we've done that a lot, there's been times where we've just sat down. We're like, we're bored. And then we just like sat down and just like, let's play Bioshock. And we just would do it. But anyways, so I wanted a fun twist. And so I decided to come up with the Bioshock blindfold challenge. <laughs> yes. It's a Copy thing. It's trending. Right. <laughs> and so one person, the player would ha- be blindfolded and the rest of us would give verbal directions to help this person know where to go. And our friend Erica was playing with us as well. And it was chaotic, but it was kind of fun. 
But it was it also was like, it got old after a minute, I'll have to be honest. Well, once we got to the actual fighting and gunplay, yes. things got a little more difficult. Yes, yes, that <laughs> is true. And I think true. it got a little With frustrating all the turrets. to the person blindfolded. Not me. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a lot. Okay. okay. I tried to be calm and sultry about it, but everyone else was just screaming. <laughs> yeah. You just, yeah. It was fun. I played the first part and that was pretty chill because I wasn't really killing anyone yet. Yeah. You had your wrench and we would tell you when to hit and like you maybe like came across like two people. You will take, so- you will come across a splicer in the next room. Head straight. <laughs> And then push R2 repeatedly. That's pretty much how it went. We used, like, we used like um, degrees. Oh, yeah. But how do you know? Like, that's not the best frame of... I understand why you would use that frame of reference. Yes. But it's not always when you're blindfolded. No. But you know it, that it like five really degrees work. is a little bit and that 180 degrees is like holding the joystick for like a second. I feel like it was a lot longer than you think it would be when you're trying to do like a probably yeah. Well, and then even with the the camera angles and like the dual uh, joysticks, like we had to be like, hey, move your body left or move your yeah, body move right, your camera, or then move your camera because sometimes it just really depended on the angle you were looking at, and then we're like, okay, go forward, and, and it was just <laughs> a lot of wall hugging. Yeah, but yeah, a lot really of going sensitive. through things backwards. <laughs> like if you just like, like in a normal life, if you were to brush by a wall and it like hits your arm, you could still move past the wall. But in Bioshock, if like you're just like touched your arm, you're just like can't move, stuck here. <laughs> I know at one point I wrenched a dead body, like the yeah, one that was did. hanging between the like window and between the like yeah. half wall. Like I, they're like, okay, now turn and there's going to be a lock and you're going to wrench it. And I just start wrenching. I'm just hear this like blood smushing. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was a fun challenge, but I wouldn't recommend going past the prologue. Yeah. <laughs> Well, especially when you have to start getting like going under the wharfs, that, that would have been really intense to do yeah. blindfolded. I know, and Erica was blindfolded at the time, and I felt like I felt bad because I was trying to give like we were all trying to give really good directions, but it just like we're like no, just a little more left, no, too far, and they're back to the right. We're like all no. of us were like trying to give instructions. <laughs> it was kind of like organized chaos. Yeah, and it, it was still fun though, like especially mm-hmm. when you did kill uh, kill some splicers, and we all were like yeah. So that was a lot of fun, and everyone was very encouraging. It's yes. true. But definitely we got to a point where we're like, you know, we're just going to not. <laughs> we're just going to watch Lindsay The play. turrets? <laughs> no. No. Oh, yeah. The turrets. No, and those security goodness. cameras. Um, security cameras. They're my, they're my arch nemesis. <laughs> I know. It's one of my favorite memories of Marley actually is playing Bioshock with you. And you just be like, oh, I hear a security camera. Can <laughs> like, you just get so upset? I'm like, it's okay. Like, you're just going to have like three seconds. You just run straight past it. No, I'm going to get it. Okay. We'll get it. Okay. <laughs> like, well, then the stupid it. bots come at you and then they yeah. just keep shooting you and you're just like, stop it. Let me alone. It is annoying. It is really annoying. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's the cool thing about this game is like, well, we were playing and I was like, okay, let me just restock on health kits. Like, I was immediately just drawn back into it. I was like, you guys, I just want to sit and play this all night because. 
Bioshock is that kind of game. Like Bioshock is the kind of game that you just want to marathon. Yes. Because it's so enjoyable. The gameplay is so good. The story is so intriguing. And the well, world is just so beautiful. Like you just oh, you yeah. wanna you wanna go into the next room, you wanna check it out, you wanna, you know, see what's around the next corner. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like a fan like favorite for a lot, a lot of people. There's obviously Bioshock 2 and Bioshock Infinite, and they've been teasing Bioshock 4. And I really think that they should do a Bioshock 4. I would be fine if it became like Halo, where they just made a ton. Right? That would be amazing. Or like, I'm, God I'm on board. Yeah, let's do it's it. It's a great series. Although, and... isn't it? It's not. Is it Bethesda? No, no it's a uh, 4K. 4K and, oh, okay. Um, who's the other one? Looking it up. I don't know. Uh, hang on. Do you I know for our it. first episode, we did so much research for this game. Irrational games and 2K, not 4K. I was uh, dumb oh. because I thought that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we did do a lot of research initially when we like first started our podcast, like for a lot of those first few episodes. But then we just kind of got to a point where we're like, eh, I, don't I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It was eh of change. Yeah. <laughs> Not an eh of complacency. It was more like it wasn't working. And yeah, so we, we made needed, it better. Yeah. We adjusted. Yeah, we adapted. Adjust. Just like Jack adapted to getting adam powers (laughs) if you buy a small bra you got to get one that fits right you adjust oh oh yeah (laughs) that metaphor was quickly lost i blame it on myself (laughs) i'm very tired it's okay yes it is man but this game though like yeah just like Lindsay said i i too i'm like i just want to sit and play this longer and if it wasn't getting late last night i would have been like no let's keep going like i want to play more (laughs) it is it is such a good game and yeah like marley was saying the world is gorgeous the like (laughs) the communism in it is or anti-communism is fantastic as well anti-capitalism faux show like the yeah the lore is great you just want to know more about Jack Ryan. Well, and, and run into our favorite characters too. Like, yes. like we, we got Steinman. to see Steinman early on because he's early on in the game. But I mean, of course we want to see Sander Cohen. Like, I knew but he that's doesn't, you were gonna say he doesn't come until later though. And so it's like, dang it. We got to play more of this game to get to <laughs> him. Cause he, his, um, his whole scene and like side missions and things that you do to help with him are, they're actually really fun. They're spooky, but they're really I bet fun. They look so good in HD. <gasps> I forgot how bloody it is. It's dark, you guys. But it, it is. Sunlight. It is, but it's not like horrible. Like it's not like over the top people no. all stitched together Hannibal style. You know, it's not like Resident Evil. It's just like, oh, okay. Well, that guy's crazy, but dead for sure. <laughs> Or crazy well, and also dead. That's the thing. It's or like, it's not dead? for sure if they're dead because later on in the game. But like when you wrench a guy 600 times, he's usually dead. Until. You, usually. Yeah. Until he's not. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. One of the spookiest parts of that game is when you're like, you like walk down that corridor and there's like, there's dead bodies kind of littered everywhere. Dead splicers. And then it flashes. Then you, yeah, it like flashes. 
And then don't they disappear? At they, the, oh, the lights turn off and then they're in like you hear positions. them moving around. And yes. then it turns on and then they're they all gone. spring up like daisies. Yes. And you're like, and like, yeah, one or two of them are gone and you don't know where they went and the rest oh are getting gosh. up and you're just like, I'm going to die. <laughs> and then like from that point in the game, like every time you cr- come across a dead splicer, it's just like for good measure, whack. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. And we definitely chose to not harvest the little sisters because we're no. not evil heartless humans no it's i i don't know i've played that ending once and i'm like there's no reward to it like you kind of lose in the end you don't really feel like a badass and then you die alone like it's like a bad ass hole yeah it's not like you're you know it's not like you're renegade shepherd and you're just like i take the law into my own hands you know it's just more Oh, well, that's a bummer. <laughs> you just squished a little girl into a slug. Like, good job driving it. But that's how it goes down. It's I true. love how in like movies and comic books, we really like support vigilante justice. But in real life, it's not like a great thing to support. It would be pretty scary if you like went outside and there's a guy with a wrench and he's like, I'll protect you. And I'm like, I don't need it. You're like... They're actually not hurting me. He's like, it's fine. I'll take care of them. Oh my goodness. He just stole $2 from me. Please don't whack his head off. <laughs> yeah. He can keep it. Please. He gave it to him. Yes. Oh my goodness. But yeah, it was, it was definitely different doing this blindfold challenge. If you guys want to see our, we, we took a couple of Instagram videos and they're posted on our our instagram feed so you can always go back we each took we did three videos one for each of our turns where are you guys there and there (laughs) and me (laughs) so you should definitely go check those out yeah yes check it out on our instagram check out our first episode we we go a lot more in depth than we are right now and you could hear our like deep divey thoughts about it but just to revisit it it, it holds up, you guys. Yeah. It is fantastic. We didn't finish it. We've all finished it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that isn't to say we won't finish it, but we just kind of sat down into a playthrough session. And it holds up. It's beautiful. The gameplay is, is still super fun. Be specific. What is your favorite thing about the gameplay? Like, do you just like the gravity of the world? Do you like the the weapons or the way the inventory is managed? Or, you know, like what what is your favorite thing about the gameplay? I don't mind the way that the gameplay or the weaponry is managed. I'm definitely like a wrench person. Mainly. <laughs> and you know what? The wrench holds up. And then you get like a Gatling gun. And I'm always down for a Gatling gun. The machine gun? Are you talking I about the rivet the gun, gun later? The rivet, yeah, the rivet gun. Don't you get the rivet? <laughs> You're like consulting the heavens. I know. I was like, what wait, that, that does sound wrong, doesn't it? You get the bolt, right? Like the crossbow thing. That's kind of like a rivet gun because it shoots a crossbow bolt. I don't know. I think <laughs> Gatling guns are my favorite types of guns. Are you That's thinking the fair. machine gun? I'm I, oh my goodness, Kitty! <laughs> my cat's climbing on my laptop, He's like, like meow. directly. Yeah. Meow, um, meow. 
So I had to remove him from the scene and now he's glaring at me. But it's beautiful. I was kind of bummed because I played at the very beginning and you don't get to see your descent into rapture. We described it for you. (laughs) Yes, you guys described it and it was wonderful. But it is something to like descending through the bathosphere down into the water and you first see rapture. Yeah. And you look outside and you see like the whale and like the octopus and you're just I I described it to you beautifully in that I said there is an octopus squid floating by quickly and now fontaine's fishery Um, a verbal picture but it just wasn't the same wasn't quite the same i i don't think words could capture it no (laughs) No, it's definitely not i i do like that is one of my favorite things about this game is the style i love like the art deco 50s 60s era like whatever it's 60s right but i don't think it was built in the 60s it's it was built in like uh, the twenties. Andrew in... Ryan crashes in the sixties, so I think it's more like thirties, forties. Yeah, because uh, it's like roaring twenties kind of like yeah. feel. Yeah, but I think the massacre was in the late. It was the nineteen forties. It was no the no. It shows the the banner. Oh, it's in nineteen fifty eight. Yeah. Okay. Because it's the New Year banner of 1959. Oh, and Rapture was built in the 1940s. Okay. Oh. Um, okay. But anyways, the style I love. Like, I love, love, like, that Art Deco. It's, like I said, it's just fun to explore all the different rooms and the different styles. And, you know, even the, like, the splicers, you know, because obviously, you know, like, this was, like, a masquerade party. And so it's kind of fun to, like, see them. And, like, they're all in their fancy outfits and their masks. But they're like Same torn fancy and things. They're like <laughs> torn and bloody though, because like you know they're just going around killing each other. But mm-hmm. it's just, oh, it's just so beautiful. The setting, I agree, is just unbeatable. I I will never get over how good Rapture is. It's one of my favorite places to explore, despite how messed up it is. And I I gotta like give my little bit about the gameplay too. Like I like that there's not a complex inventory system. It's all pretty much just there for you. It gets more complex as you go with like the you invent and you know, things like that, but it's still fairly simple and it's not overwhelming to manage because you just have your weapon wheel. You have your, um, what is it called? Plasmids. Plasmid wheel. And yeah, and then like a couple slots for your buffs that you choose. And so I really like that in terms of the gameplay. But I also really like the like balance of like mini games, aka hacking, to just like you're walking through your first person shooter. Right. And also, and so I, I got to like give it for that. It's really balanced with side mission too. Mm-hmm. I feel like and like exploration versus on the rails. Like it's such yeah. a good balance of like, oh, like you can go in and explore the dentist's office, but you have what you need. Like remember how I was like, oh, I didn't even go get the shotgun because I was just focused on the mission. Yeah, you know, and there was like whole true. areas I hadn't even gone into because I knew where I was going. But if you don't, and you're in that first playthrough. It's such a delight to be like, okay, what's behind door number two? And you're like, creep in and then you get scared and then you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go in this room. (laughs) But it, yeah, definitely. It's, the game is pretty linear, but there is, there is a little room for exploration, but not like too much where it's like free roam. It's like, yeah, it's not overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. Cause there's just, it's contained to areas of the map. 
And I think that's what I like too about it is that like, yeah, you have this whole area of the map and you're like, yeah, go explore it. Have some fun before. Cause you can't even move on to the next area anyways, in most right. cases. And until you finish, like, there's a good balance too of like collectibles. Like there are collectibles and they mean something. They are lore to the game. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's the not tapes. like Assassin's Creed 2 where you have like 8,000 feathers you have to collect because what your little brother wants some. Like, yeah, it's for the hell of it. Yeah, and there's like a billion scattered throughout the game and they're all hard to get to. It's like that's too much. Oh my god. But goodness. for me anyway, that's just my opinion. But yeah, I think BioShock balances all of those little concepts and all those little details so well. Definitely. I agree. Well, what would you guys rate it? Several. (laughs) Several Ritz cinnamon sugar Ritz bits. I think we all have have pretty much the same rating. Can we just go all at the same time? A whole package of it. Just like all of it. Yeah, the whole whole tray. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think think we all give it a five for sure. Uh, Right? I was going to say something different. Can we say it all at the same time? What were you going to say? One, two, three. <laughs> I just had to keep you on your toes because I really wanted to do that. Five out of five. <laughs> I was too concerned about what you were going to say to like want to. It's a myself. six. Let's get real. <laughs> so good. I give it a two. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, like some people, I don't know people who don't like Bioshock. I know people who like aren't as crazy about it like we are. Maybe like in the four range, like it's a warm four. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've heard too many bad things about Bioshock. Definitely not. I This is going to sound so cheesy, but like playing, sitting down and playing Bioshock, especially like with friends, like with you guys, it feels like home. No, <laughs> it just it just feels like comforting. You it know? definitely it, reminds yeah. me of like college memories of like being younger Maybe when we and we lived together for when we lived together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was that? Didn't you guys play? What did you that guys was, play? That was the summer I played Bioshock, <laughs> and then one we played. Time I was like, "You guys yep. can't play without me." And that then, was infinite. That was Bioshock. Oh, what happened was my yeah, brother-in-law was finished it, and he's like. Yeah, he finished it and he's like, oh, Lindsay, you can borrow it. And I was like, okay. So I bring it and it's like this holy grail that I'm like, you guys, we got Bioshock Infinite. And then Stephanie's like, oh, yeah, we're going to make a night of this. Like, it's going to be really great. The only thing, it's a Saturday. I have work. And then we and Blake and Marley were like, for the record, for the record, I didn't know. I'm pretty sure I didn't know that Stephanie had like asked us to like play it all together at some point. I just knew she was working. And I I remember thinking like, shouldn't we be playing this with Steph? But then like you and Blake were just like, (laughs) and I was like, well, I'm going to (laughs) watch. But we did enjoy some time with you after (laughs) the resentment is still there. I can see, but you still love us. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I've lived with it. I guess I've, I figured out how to make it part of my life and not hate you guys too much. Okay, well, that's good. But it might be brought up on my deathbed, so... Oh! (laughs) That's okay. I'm sure I have some things on you. I know I have things on both of you. (laughs) Anyways, so let's 
Okay, we obviously, we love Bioshock and we could just play it over and over again. We might respawn it again next year. Who knows? Maybe this is just becoming a Bioshock podcast. Yay! We should do like a yearly review of Bioshock. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, I have a favorite artist. His name is... Josh Groban. I love Josh Groban. August Burns Red. No. Uh, Um, Rupert Wright. You're putting names in my head and it's making me forget it more. Hang on. Who's that really depressing Elliot Smith uh, no I do like <laughs> Elliot Smith though you're naming really oh, great bands the guy from mansions figure this out you're driving me crazy we'll just sit here and wait Taylor okay. Swift just did a whole new like album of her old songs his name is Kyle Landry thank oh, you oh. That, was, that was my next one yeah I'm sure it was his name is Kyle Landry he does like amazing 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 piano covers of like game music and oh. like soundtracks and stuff and every year if pretty close if not every year he covers dearly beloved from kingdom hearts and so that could be like our dearly beloved. Like we'll do, we'll do a Bioshock review, slightly different every year. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my Let us know in the comments if you think this is a good idea. I don't know. No if one's we'll going to comment. Comments into consideration, <laughs> but that's always an option for you to comment on this. Hey, should we do our not a sponsor segment? We sure yes. should. Yay! I put up the banner. You okay. go first, Marley. Or does Lindsay want to go first? It's fine. Oh, you go first, Lindsay. Go, go. <laughs> you guys will never guess what it's going to be. Adventure Is zone. it Muse again? It is the Adventure Zone. Oh, it's not God. Muse again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time we do the Bioshock episode, Lindsay has to do Muse as her not a sponsor. <laughs> no, it's every time we do an episode. Because that's happened like two or three times now where I've been like, the Muse, simulation theory experience. And everyone's like, oh gosh, here we go again. No, it is the Adventure Zone again. I think this is my third time covering the Adventure Zone, but it's a different kind of Adventure Zone. It is the comic books by the McElroy family and illustrated by Casey Peach. Peach. P I E T S C H. Peach. <laughs> and it is just so good. Like, I texted you guys earlier today and I was like, I finished Adventure Zone graduation and I don't know what to do with my life. And I just started reading the graphic novels I was given as a birthday gift. Thank you, Aaron. And yeah, I'm just loving them. The illustration is so good. And the story is just like perfectly told. Like they took out no parts that needed to be took out. Is it just, is it a retelling of the podcast? Yes. That's awesome. So since I know you struggle listening to the podcast, I may lend it to you and have you read the books. I would read them. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I too I struggle get, listening to the podcast. I know, but I'll get you guys someday. I just love my true crime. <laughs> I, uh, I, I always end up going back to true crime. <laughs> I've been in like a two-year bad headspace, though, so I just haven't done a lot of true crime lately. That makes I sense. enjoy it. I'll watch like um, like YouTubers who cover it. You know, the ones you see on Facebook who are like, oh, I'm a YouTuber and I do true crime. Then I'll, And I'll watch like a two-minute episode but I can't handle like. Do you ever watch the chick details. that does makeup while she talks? About I was talking people? specifically about I her love without her. Oh, her. I don't know who that is. I her name's Bailey Saran. Saran? Yeah. I think I, I'm probably butchering her last name. Sorry, Bailey. But 
she yeah she does makeup while she tells like a true crime story and her looks are like pretty fab yeah (laughs) she does a really good job but yeah marley what's you're not a sponsor so mine is an audiobook surprise (laughs) i feel like my last several have been audiobooks but you know they're great so the body book <laughs> that I just finished is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And that's by V.E. Schwab. And my goodness, like I knew I've been hearing about that book. Seth's read it. I told you about it. You told me well, about it. I, I, hear- I told you as one of the people who told you about it. And you also gave me access to listen to it. So you're welcome. You. Um <laughs> And so I've been hearing about it from several different people and just hear all, all good things. And of course it totally held up to those expectations. It was a really fun story and it was just not what I was expecting at all. And it was yeah. so good. I want to, I, I think it's one I could, re- I, I think it's one I could reread for sure, which it doesn't happen Ooh. very often. <laughs> yeah. And that's it's, a sign of a good book. Like, well, and it also doesn't like, I don't want to like give too much away or anything, but like, it's a sad, it's actually kind of a sad story. It's not a happy book and it doesn't end that way either, but it's so well done. And it like mm-hmm. crosses a lot of genre lines. Like it's a love story. It's like a fantasy story. It's yeah. a like mythical, mythical-ish story. Kind of historical fiction. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. I highly recommend it. And that's The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. So yeah. Steffers. I'm doing a podcast, so we're kind of coming like full circle, like book, audiobook, podcast. And it's going to Well, it's actually like not even full circle. It's a combination. Sorry, I'm really geeking out about this. (laughs) Because yours is a podcast, yours is a book, and mine is a book based off of a podcast. Uh, Sorry, I got really excited about that. Keep going. uh, (laughs) It's Maintenance Phase by Michael Hobbs and Aubrey Gordon. It's a body positive podcast. You know Michael Hobbs from You're Wrong About. You know Audrey Aubrey oh. Gordon. Yeah, Michael Hobbs from You're Wrong About. Aubrey Gordon is your fat friend on Instagram. She's fantastic. She just wrote a book called What We Don't Talk About When We Talk About Fat. And they just talk about misconceptions about like the like body positivity and like fat and anti-fat bias. They talk about they do a couple of really fun episodes on like Dr. Oz and Weight Watchers and they kind of like, they don't just talk them, but they do talk about like how problematic some of the stuff they do is. And mm-hmm. so it's really like interesting and like validating and funny. They're funny about it because they've lived in the life of like not being like being a human and having your body, like feeling uncomfortable about your body and trying to change it. And so it's really like you relate to it a lot. Well, mm. I have related to it a lot. And a lot of the people I talk to who have listened to it. Also I think most it. people at some point in their life, have particularly to- women have negative self-esteem or body yeah. issues. It's just yeah. part of being a human, unfortunately. It's true. And it, it's just the diet and we've been like, I think this is coming out a lot more like the diet industry is such a, it's a multi-billion dollar industry and it's all based on the fact that people don't like their bodies. And so just these things that perpetuate that idea and trying to like come to an understanding about it and why it is so powerful and then why it's making so much money. So Well, and uh, even like the diet culture, I mean, they're, they're literally encouraging you to have a bad relationship with food right yeah 
That's why, I mean, I always have such a hard time with like, I, I mean, I've definitely tried a lot of different diets over the years too. And like, I just kind of came to it where I was like, I hate this. I don't like the diets that are like, no dairy, no sugar. It's like, no, right. if I want a little piece of candy or a big candy, I'm going to eat it because I, <laughs> I want, want to. a block of cheese. <laughs> Last night we all had pizza together and the three out of the four of three, I, it wasn't me. Three out of the four people who were there were like, I think I have a dairy intolerance. <laughs> what? I just eat a lot you of know, cheese and my am, body doesn't take it well. And so I, I might. Am, oh my goodness. Well, we were so, all kind of on the same page of like, <laughs> I may have a dairy issue, but I'm not ready to admit it yet. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to do anything about it or get it diagnosed because that's going to change my lifestyle. And I don't. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I have that, I have that conversation with my boyfriend because like, your boyfriend every is time because he is and he always forgets <laughs> to take his his dairy pills like because you're supposed to take them as you're eating the dairy you're drinking like milk dairy you know mm-hmm. and it's just like I have to like try to remind him but then he's like maybe you should take one too and I'm like no <laughs> I'm so stubborn <laughs> it's a great podcast and very well researched so awesome and, and funny. So like well-researched and funny. That's where I like to, that's, those are good combination. I like it. So sounds awesome. Sounds great. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you don't mind that we did a respawn. I mean, we didn't ask, <laughs> but <laughs> saw the title and you're like, they've already done it. Then you can just skip it. It's okay. You didn't have to wait till the end of the episode to figure that out. <laughs> Just keep listening, even if you don't like the episode. <laughs> don't try to discourage people from listening to us. Lindsay. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at marketing. It's been a few years. Well, if you have feedback for us, make sure <laughs> yeah. to send an email yes. to cupcakes at yes, gmail.com. You can also uh, message us on all of our social medias. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also stream on Twitch three times, two to three times a week. There, I'm changing Correct. the banner again. So we are go to twitch.tv slash cutscenes pod and feeling subscribe generous. to us today. Yeah, if you're feeling generous, yeah, give yeah. us a sub. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we actually just streamed Among Us tonight and it was really fun. There was like a big group of us. It was really chaotic, but it was really fun. <laughs> and a new map. New map. Oh yeah. That map was crazy. It was huge. It did look intense. I would not be able to navigate it. I had to, I had to like stop, like I would go like two feet, well, two feet in the game and like, look at the map and I'm like, where am I going? With the camera. (laughs) With my body. (laughs) Anyways, thanks guys for listening. If if there's any other games that you think from, especially from our earlier seasons that you think we should respawn, let us know. We'll do them. Maybe. Let us know and tell us why. And also if there's new, newish games you think we should do. Yeah. We're always open sure. to recommendations. That That's is true. for sure. Yeah, we love hearing from you guys. So if Anyways, you have a criticism, keep it to yourself. <laughs> or send it to the email that we send it to the email. Check regularly, but like it's not public. <laughs> I mean PayPal has five dollars for us. So eat <laughs> some cupcakes. Play some video games. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.